I'm going to give the people what they want. Sensation, horror, shock. Send them out in the streets to tell their friends how wonderful it is to be scared to death. Disgusting, vomit-inducing thing. Hola, creepos! Welcome to another edition of the world's worst contest, the show about creeps by creeps for you creeps. Joining me in studio is my co-host, Hot Carla. What is happening, Vinny Paulino? That's right, I'm Vinny Paulino, the... The people's champion. And joining us all the way from Germany today is our friend Kaya. From the official Hello. podcast. Hey, Hi, Kaya. Kaya. Biggest creep in Europe. There nice. he is, folks. We found him. Show's over. <laughs> yeah, That's it. 46 episodes. <laughs> we figured it out. Yeah. We just brought in hey, Kaya. I'm just the creepiest German. <laughs> I'm not the creepiest trans person. Well. We got to do the episode. We have to do the episode. And uh, thank you for burying the lead for everybody. Well, before we do that, though, we have to talk about the uh, voting from last week. Yeah, let's talk about the voting from last let's week. Let's talk about the voting <laughs> let's from last talk week. About it. You seem excited about it. What was the uh, the final tally? We had Andy the trucker here. So there were three different people you could have voted for. Hold on. Let's check. Who's the results, Murray? Yeah, I'm going to say this about our pal Andy the trucker. Yes. Andy got the most votes of any other third uh, person that we've had play the game with us. He Is got, that true? Yeah, yeah. He got 25 votes Okay, for his creep, Andy and Amanda Loge. So that was 14% of the vote. Okay. Now, Carl, in second place this past week, that would be you with 90% uh, of the I vote. I got 20%. Vinny with uh, what is 65? 65% of the vote. Please. Yeah. Super kick Carl and his dick. Alright, so what this means. Who is your daddy, Carl? I am this week, motherfucker. So what this means, <laughs> you're up one to zero in this next contest that we're playing. That is correct. But you lost the last contest, and we have to talk more about your consequence. Let's do that at the end of the show. Yeah, I think that'll be good. You know what we like to tease and yes, titillate around here. Of course. You were gonna give me two options for what my show was gonna be. Yeah, you have to create a podcast series, five episodes, and any topic that we choose, I'm going to give you two options you have to pick from one of them. Okay. Well, I might let I might leave that to the listeners. Cool. After all, I am the people's champion, and I want to give the people what they want. Excellent. All right. That's what I do. Ladies and gentlemen, this week we gave you a few options to vote for who we would be looking for the creepiest version of this week. We uh, put out Creepiest Collector, Creepiest 21st mm-hmm. Century German, I believe, was one of them. Yeah. And then it was uh, creepiest transgendered person. Now, Kaya, how do we get those three uh, choices? Where did those come from? Uh, our private chat, but I'm pretty sure we didn't use those words exactly. Okay. But <laughs> <laughs> let's keep it clean, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So we uh, we put it out there for you to vote, and you've picked creepiest transgendered person. So here is the one rule for this: the people that we are nominating today as creeps are being nominated as creeps because they did creepy things. We're not just picking someone because they're transgender and saying, oh, look at them. These people did legitimate atrocities. We've done creepiest woman before, right? 
No. Oh, we haven't? Oh, we should do that one then, too. Yeah, that'll be good. But yeah, this is just a category just like any other category. That, that is correct. So don't take mm-hmm. any offense to this. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so They will. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, because I won so commandingly last week, I will be starting this week. So why don't you ring that bell for me? You're up first. Let's do it. Now, fun fact. I didn't have to go too far. I have a folder of stories of terrible people that I could pull from. And I pulled this story uh, for something that we put out there as an option a few weeks ago. Creepiest Karen. Oh, okay. Now, my uh, creepiest transgender person chose the name Karen, so it worked out quite nicely. My (laughs) creep was born in 1966 as Stephen Terrence Woods. Uh, Later, she would be known as Karen White. Now, here's the thing about uh, Karen White. Before... Uh, Before she transitioned, she had a long history of sexual violence. I thought you were going to say penis. Uh, (laughs) I really thought you were going to say penis. Still has that. I mean, how low-hanging of the balls, I mean, fruit, are we going to go with with this fucking show? Fair enough. So here's some examples of things that uh, Stephen Terrence Wood did, okay? In 1989... uh, she was convicted. I'm using her proper pronouns. She was convicted of. I'm not going to be able to do that, by the way. I'm just putting it out there now. I get yeah, very I confused. So she, I'm just calling her she the people, whole time. You lose the privilege. <laughs> right. I agree with that. She was convicted of indecent exposure when she deliberately exposed herself at a kid's playground. Okay. So this is the level of creep we're talking about. Went to the playground and whipped the dick out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not a good, nice. not a good start. Uh, a lot of tattletales in that playground that day, it sounds like. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> in 2001, she was charged and convicted of indecent assault and gross indecency uh, with two boys aged 9 and 12. Okay. So sentenced to jail for 18 months. Now, in 2003, when coming out of prison, she went on to rape a pregnant woman, the nice. wife of a friend. That's His- the youngest you can get, I think. As far as <laughs> <laughs> he, she likes him young. Wow. She likes him young. Wow. So she went in there for, uh, wow, that really was the end game there, wasn't was it? I didn't even think about that. That's good. But uh, she lied and said she was going to help this woman decorate her apartment, then spiked her drinks and raped her. She gave this information in court, and Karen White was not prosecuted at the time for some reason. The victim also made a statement that the attack ruined her life because her husband did not believe her that this happened. So this, this person just ruined a life. Got off scot-free, raped two kids, whipped their dick out at a, at a kid's park, and this is all in by 2001. Okay. Okay? Yep. Two, all right. 2014. White's living in a social housing complex, which is basically like a group home for adults that are fucked up. Yep. She decides at that point that she wants to be known as Karen White. This is where she officially makes the transition, okay? <laughs> Jenny Ann Bishop, who met White at a trans forum support group meeting in Manchester, England, said... When I met her, she was at the beginning of her transition, but I felt that she was someone who didn't listen to any advice. She seemed like somebody who was very much going to plow her own furrow regardless of community advice uh-huh. and, was, and was going to demand her rights. She insisted people referred to her in her acquired gender without trying terribly hard to present as a woman. So she didn't really hmm. do like a lot of the clothing stuff, but I am Karen. You will call me Karen. If you do not, she was calling the police on people. And telling the cops that they were committing hate crimes against her. 
So the people who lived with her in this group home for three years said she was like a terror to deal with. She was physically and verbally abusing other people. Uh, some people moved away. Uh, one of the neighbors said that at first they felt that Karen was charming, but then became incredibly aggressive and the residents feared for their safety. One woman said, we did not have a problem with her being transgender. We already had another transgendered woman living here and we all got along fine. She was always calling the police and accusing us of hate crimes against her. And then she started getting violent. <laughs> so like, hi, Karen, how are you doing today? What do you mean by that? 911 yep. or whatever they call in England. <laughs> so rape, sir. Yeah. So the man, <laughs> this is where it gets crazy. So the final straw came when White repeatedly stabbed a 66-year-old man that lived there as well, claiming that the person had sexually assaulted her. The man said everything was fine. It just came completely out of the blue. She just attacked him in his own apartment, and apparently she stole some stuff too because she was charged with assault, attempted murder, and burglary. So, Carl. Here's where things get fun. Yeah. When someone who's trans commits these crimes, where do they go? You would think prison. Wherever they want to, I guess. You would you would think prison. Yeah. Right? D Disneyland, maybe? <laughs> no, not Disneyland. They go to prison. Prison? <laughs> but which prison do they go to? They go to the female um, prison. Well, in Europe. In Europe. Sure. In England, yeah. they do go to the female prison. Yep. And here was the problem. In spite of the fact that she never did any type of gender reassignment surgery, didn't get any type of real therapy, didn't get half of things that you would normally do. In England, if you self-identify, you get to pick the prison you're going to. And guess what? She picked the women's prison and more fun ensues. Okay. Uh, well, in the new hall, White wrote a letter to a woman that she apparently knew. And this sparked an investigation as the woman returned the letter saying she did not want to have any further correspondence from White. Prison authorities began wondering what was going on here, so they questioned this woman. It turns out that White had violently raped her five or six times between January and December of 2016. So the penis is still working. So the penis is still working, okay. and she's in the female prison. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she had just raped some other woman. She's raped a, she raped a, her friend's wife. Now she's raped. they found out that she raped this other person. She's in jail. She also admitted to like her therapist in prison that she was absolutely sexually interested in children and could abuse a child and, quote, <laughs> think nothing of it. That is the quote that's in her fucking file. Yeah, she would think nothing of it. She was also singing this song while in prison. Anally raping children. And I got to tell you that that right there is just a... Things get a little bit worse here. This person... So can I make this proclamation right now? Go ahead. I think that if you identify as a woman and you still have all of your organs and everything going and you want to go to female prison, they should put up hot chicks, hot naked chicks in front of you and see if you get a Woody. And if you get a boner, you're going to the guy jail. Isn't that an easy way to yeah. solve this? So they have panels, apparently, to, like, to decide this stuff. Yeah. And uh, they didn't do one in this case. They just sent her to the woman's prison. But usually they have like specific criteria and things that they look for. I don't know if like that's boners? specifically it. Yeah, boners. <laughs> that would be a good one to look for. Yeah. It's actually... Rapists. They didn't look for rapists this time because guess what happened when she was in prison? She sexually assaulted two other female inmates. Oh, she shocking. is a fucking rape machine, yep. Karen White. <laughs> Back to fucking 89, whipping her dick out at the right, fucking right. parking lot. Enough with the fucking whipping the it, dick out. I'm you know my favorite you. part about this? 
is that is this is technically increasing the female rape statistics. <laughs> this is going right. down as a fum, uh, as a woman's crime. Yes, you're right. <laughs> Details are not available, but apparently Karen befriended the two victims before the assaults happened. And in October uh, 2018, a Crown Court judge handed down a sentence of life imprisonment to Karen White, who pleaded guilty to multiple counts of rape, sexual assault, it's unlawful, malicious wounding. And guess what, guys? I got good news for you. Oh, yeah? White will be serving out her sentence in a men's prison. Oh, good. They finally came to their senses over there. They came to their senses over there in England. So that is my creep this week. Karen White, ladies and gentlemen. Very good. A rape machine. Nice. We'll save save our guests for last. I'll go next. Okay. All right. So my creepiest transgendered person is known as uh, Bruce Jenner. Now, I don't know if you know this, but Bruce Jenner <laughs> killed someone with his SUV. I have audio of this actually happening. Buckle up, buckies! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, I'm not really doing Bruce Jenner. Actually, Mike Creep this week was born Matthew Ralph Harks and is now known as Madeline Rebecca Harks. And I'll just play you a Maddie. summary of what Madeline's up to. By his own admissions, Matthew Ralph Harks has sexually assaulted 60 girls, keeping trophies of his sexual assaults. He served three years in prison for sexually assaulting a six-year-old girl. Within weeks of his release, he was found to have pornography on his computer. His release was temporarily revoked, and then he was released again. Soon after, he changed his name to Madeline Rebecca Harks. The province of British Columbia now legally recognizes him as a woman. So do newspapers. So must anyone who does not wish to violate Canadian law, which demands that everyone call men like Matthew Harks women. That's right. Madeline lives in Canada, which has very similar laws to the UK, Vinny. So Carl's not getting back over the border again after this episode. Probably not. In 2006, (laughs) a psychiatric assessment diagnosed Harks with an all-encompassing preoccupation with interest in sexually abusing young girls. That's that's back in 06. They figured that out. Now, Mm. this is according to the Toronto Sun. Like a number of other violent pedophiles and killers, Harks played the transgender gambit. She began living as a woman in 2014 while jailed. And why not? Women's prisons are typically easier time with substantially more freedom. And more pussy. <laughs> Lots more pussy, too, yes. <laughs> uh, you don't have to imagine anything. It's, it's, you know, in men's prison, you have to have an imagination. Uh, most of the inmates <laughs> are doing drug sentences and aren't violent. Some have kids, little girls. And while she was in the slammer, Harks sexually assaulted two fellow female inmates who were childlike in appearance. So this is very similar to your what? creep there. So they had like two young looking inmates. Yes. She she went for the teenage Asians in jail. Is <laughs> yes. that the deal? That's that's the deal. Wow. Okay. When Harks began living as a woman, the parole board jumped through hoops to smooth the glorious road to rehabilitation and redemption. They dropped several conditions, including psychiatric treatment. Now, what's got people in Canada a little bit outraged about this is in 2019, she was moved from a female prison to a female halfway house in Brampton, Ontario. And this really pissed people off. Can you imagine a pedophile who is being convicted three times over and who is likely to reoffend, and yet Correctional Services Canada was prepared to, what, roll the dice? So this is a guy named David Menzies from the Rebel Media, and they're really pissed off at Correctional Services Canada because they tend to treat transgender people very differently 
than regular serial rapists. For someone who has a history of preying on little girls as a child molester, posing as a female will potentially give him access to areas where little girls are. Hello, exactly! Fortunately, this idiot did violate the conditions of being in a halfway house pretty quickly. Well, that didn't take long now, did it? Barely a week after being inexplicably relocated to Brampton, Ontario, child rapist Matthew, a.k.a. Madeline Hartz, apparently violated the terms of his parole conditions. As such, Mr. and Mrs. Hartz has been removed from the female halfway house he was residing in. That's right, a halfway house that just happened to be inconveniently located near schools and daycare facilities and community mm. centers. Amazing. Usually women in halfway houses need those things. Right. This woman, who's still a man, never did anything to transition, just like the person you were talking about. Everything still works. Never taken any types of hormone therapy, anything like that. And for that reason, this guy, David Menzies, now again, this is, this is not my opinion. This is David's opinion, refuses to refer to this person as a she. I steadfast refuse to use the she pronoun in describing Matthew Hart's who now looks like a young John Candy in drag. Please don't give me any transphobia lecture here. Not only does this woman have a functioning penis, he has also refused to take estrogen shots, which is part of the typical process in transitioning. So it seems like these rapists take advantage of this opportunity to pretend that they're transitioning. And we're not allowed to say anything about that because we might offend people. Remember, his victims were little girls, and he undoubtedly still lusts after little girls. And he was looking for female dates online. And yet we're all supposed to pretend he is a she and put the community at risk, all to save some trans snowflake from <clears throat> getting offended. Again, this is uh, David Menzies. You love that guy. Stop it. David now Menzies listen, hold on a opinion. second. David, like, this is why I hate listening to stuff like that, because here's here's the simple fact. Yeah. You want to be trans? No one gives a fuck. Right. Do whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. Of course. Don't touch yeah, kids. Don't diddle kids. Right. Don't diddle kids. <laughs> don't rape people. Well, the problem is, like, governments like Canada are so concerned about offending people that they go out of their way to give them preferential treatment, which is why people are taking advantage of this. So this is the, uh, the kicker on this story. So that was back in April of 2019 when the person was put into a halfway house and the people in Brampton, Ontario, were outraged by that. So Harks was put back into prison in Vancouver, transferred over to the West Coast, for some reason was given a weekend pass. You know, can just leave for the weekend. <laughs> what? And immediately, immediately traveled back to British Columbia, to the East Coast of Canada. And they can't figure that was, that was in May of 2020. They can't figure out why this person keeps getting this... So I, I think I mentioned this before, but it's important to remind everyone. When Madeline was Matthew, he had been convicted of raping three girls under eight. Even more grotesque is he openly bragged about violating at least 60 other young girls when he lived out west. He would also keep their underwear as trophies. So this is a creep. Please vote for oh. Madeline Rebecca Matthew Ralph Harks and your boy Carl. Creepiest collector. We got <laughs> 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 Carl went for the two for this week. Nice. All right, Kaya, it is uh, the floor is yours, my friend. All right. 
I think you guys will remember this specific one. Well, here's a weird story out of Canada, which used to be a kind of staid, boring country. Immigrant business owners are being harassed out of business. Business is shut down. They're being dragged before kangaroo courts, having their lives destroyed. Why is this happening? If you guessed racism, no, it's radical gender activists. Jessica Yaniv is a biological man who identifies as a transgender woman. And so to make a political point, Yaniv has been traveling across British Columbia, visiting beauty salons that provide Brazilian bikini waxing for women. The only problem is Yaniv has male genitalia, so some of the women who work at the salons have refused to wax him. Some had religious objections to it. Others were just too uncomfortable. But in Canada, it doesn't matter to punish them. Yaniv is taking those salons before the British Columbia Human Rights Tribunal and claiming there's a human right to make another person touch your private parts. <laughs> so far, the Canadian government agrees. Yaniv is winning. One woman had to close her business following the complaint. Another, a single mother, paid Yaniv $2,500 simply to go away. One journalist who was covering it was banned from Twitter simply for observing the truth that Yaniv is, in fact, a biological male, which is true. Why is all of this happening? Well, it's hard not to conclude the obvious because Canada is a sick society. Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, guy, you win. That is the creepiest. I had to leave that one in. Sorry. <laughs> I do remember the story. Little bit of editorializing there, don't you think, Tucker? <laughs> That's all he does. I mean, look. The last two ones both came out of Canada. I mean, Canada it's, right. a it's a shit society. society. <laughs> yeah. It is a sick society. So we're switching <laughs> it up now. The both of you guys' uh, trans people, they were operating outside of the law. They were just going around raping people. Right. Jessica Yanov, a man born Jonathan Yanov, has found a better method. One where he doesn't have to go to jail, where he just utilizes the law into his favor to simply make people have sex with him. So what this dude does, apparently in Canada, they have something called what human rights. What this lady tribunals. does? Yeah, this fair maiden, this dainty <laughs> little flower, this beautiful little pink princess. Yeah. What he does is he goes to female beauticians, says, hey, I want my private genitals waxed. And they say, okay, are you post-op? And he'll go, no. Why, is that a problem? And they'll go, yeah. We, we don't touch cocks. We, we're not going to do that. And then he sues them for fucking money and gets away with it. He has sued over a dozen separate female uh, beauticians for not touching his ball sack. That's quite a racket. Wow. We got to get on that. If I wasn't such a fan of Manscaped and didn't have any issues down there, I would get in on that. There's no waxing to be done. Everything is perfectly neat and trim. Okay, great. With the Manscaped 3.0 lawnmower 3.0. Promo code W. May I go on? I, I wasn't promoting ExpressVPN <laughs> during your bits. <laughs> All right, keep going, guy. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> so Tucker actually made a mistake there, but that's because most people don't know this guy's online history. This guy has a whole sub forum on Kiwi Farms full of thousands of pages. He said, oh, is it racism? No, it's just gender activism. No, it's actually racism too. This guy's an ardent racist who has a Rife history on uh, Facebook talking shit about immigrants, which is weird because his mom is an immigrant. For instance, he has a post saying, this is him talking about being in a woman's gym, by the way, where he goes to get his rocks off. He says, how do I explain without getting banned on this group and sounding like a racist? We have a lot of immigrants here who gawk and judge and aren't exactly the cleanest people. I don't want issues with these people, nor do I want anything to do with them in any way, shape, or form. They lie about shit, they'll do anything to support their own kind, and they make things miserable for everyone else. Those immigrant women don't join these clubs because they have to be in gym clothes. So because they're not there, and never will be, it's a safe place for me. So, he did racially target 
those um, people clearly. Did he explain what types of immigrants we're talking about here? I have a feeling it's not all immigrants. I don't know. I don't know what kind they have over in Canada. I don't know what the fuck they do there. But Fair enough. Again, what most people only hear about this guy is what they hear on shows like Tucker Carlson and Fox News and shit, that this guy sued a bunch of women into touching his balls and ruined their lives. What they don't know is that this guy has a year-long history of going online into women's Facebook groups and talking to them about their periods. Can I just say something real quick? Huh. I actually am glad Tucker Carlson isn't on Kiwi Farms. Because I don't even know what that show would turn into <laughs> if he was reading that fucking forum. Ah, I'd watch. I'd fucking watch every night. We and got hope- another lol cow this week Hold on a second. Did you just say <laughs> that Jessica Yadav goes into Facebook groups to discuss periods? Yes. Yeah, yeah get back to it. I'm sorry. I no, but I just was fascinated by that. Is that because, like, she wants to know what periods are like? Oh, no, he gets off on it. So he has a period fetish, clearly. And he also thinks that oh. he can uh, bleed. So let me open this photo for you. I don't know if you if it'll crop or anything. Says, so it's Jessica at the pool, yeah. Jonathan, a.k.a., saying, My period started, so yeah, couldn't go into the pool. Sad. But it was so much fun. Forgot my tampons in my other bag. Fuck my life. Oh, God. So that's him. <laughs> huh. Talking about this. So what he will do is, huh. here's his grift. Hold. He goes into these women's <laughs> groups. Vinny's so confused. Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> He's playing she, pretend, Vinny. He's, He's just pretend. pretending. Yes. He does it like legit. She yeah. does it legitimately. Unless someone at the salon nicked his ball sack, I don't think he's actually bleeding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody diarrhea. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so that's the grift, all right? He joins women's groups on Facebook, and then he will privately DM these women, asking them how he could make other women more comfortable in the locker room. And it sounds like this. Like I'm in, like in the bathroom. I found that when I'm in the bathroom, a way to make myself comfortable and them comfortable is if I'll ask them for a pad or a tampon. It works every time. And sometimes it works as well. It works too well. I'll go up to them and ask them for a tampon or a pad. And they'll want to give me money to buy me a box or they'll talk uh, to me about the products they use. So these women... These poor, these dumb little naive idiots, I guess, are so accepting to their own detriment that they're now humoring this obvious pervert among their ranks. <laughs> right, yes. About their periods. <laughs> you know, in their defense, they probably don't come across a lot of people who have a period fetish. That's fucking weird. And I also think it's interesting that they, like, think she's homeless. Like, they're like, we'll buy you a box. Like, what the fuck is that about? <laughs> like, is she like stinky, too? Yeah. There's hundreds of these screenshots, but I, I just tried to uh, find some of the best here. He's, he's done this to hundreds and hundreds of women to the point where it, finally they got uh, wise to it and they started banning him. And the rumor has it that he's been banned for, like, 60-some groups because women were talking about how, yeah, d- did he ask you guys for a photo of your used tampons, too? Get <laughs> Uh, so he's asked, for instance, a woman is replying, going, honestly, you're asking the wrong person here on that one, LOL. I don't really talk to other people about this sort of stuff. Yeah, no shit, right? Women don't really stick around in the bathroom talking to each other for like 10 minutes about periods. And he says, if I notice a girl that's nude below and has a tampon string coming out when I'm changing and doing my stuff, is it weird to approach her to ask her for a tampon? And just or pull on it and just try to <laughs> and ask her for a like, tampon and just pull it right out and run away. I keep it. taste your tampon, would that be weird if I asked about that? 
It's like, oh, I, I couldn't help but notice that you have one in you right now. This isn't awkward, is it? Just to bond with her a bit over period stuff, I really want to make friends in there, and that's kind of a goal of mine. And in regards to tampon strings, lol, those strings aren't exactly short sometimes, lol, especially the OB ones, lol. <laughs> He's just so into this. Who's laughing out loud about how long <laughs> the fucking string is? It's not in the laughing out loud manner. They got fucking yeah. long strings on some of them, too. <laughs> oh. I guess that is. I'm just fascinated by the length of the string. Do they <laughs> Everything have, like, is exciting to Vinny. Vinny's never seen a vagina. He doesn't know what periods are. Do they have like... Backup, Kyle. Do, What's do going I, on here? Are, are some vaginas so large they have to put like a little grappling hook at the bottom of the string <laughs> just to make sure it doesn't get lost in there? Like, why would it be so long? You'll have to ask Kaya's creep on that one. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he's the expert, apparently. Um, I'm kind of with him because I want to know about these things now. It's a wonderful new world. God, oh hundreds no. and hundreds of messages like this asking different women in their <laughs> private DMs go, is it weird to ask someone who's naked? Is it possible I will notice a girl with a tampon string hanging out? Have you ever seen a tampon string hanging out of another girl's thing? Do girls openly insert their tampons when freely changing? And all the women reply, and you just know the guy sitting there at his computer jerking off as he's talking to these women, pretending that he's asking for advice, like, oh, teehee, I'm one of you guys now, I'm so new to this, how do I, how do I put a fucking tampon in my ass so <laughs> that's all fun and good what's not fun and good is that he has developed this one specific fantasy that he started uh, talking to these women about which is hey what if one day a child comes up to me and asks me about her period like what if oh, i'm no. stuck on a ferry this is actually one of his fantasies oh, no. is um i'm so nervous for wednesday girl replies why he says, I think my period is going to start on Wednesday when I'm traveling to Victoria and going what? on the ferry. And my first day is usually very heavy. I'm going to have to change my pad often. So, a frowny face. Every single time I take that ferry to the island, there's field trips with 10, 12-year-old girls on it. Each and every time. If I'm in the bathroom and a girl asks me for a pad or tampon and potentially help on how to use it, if it's her first period, what do I do? Oh, I, I, that's a really specific scenario oh. to be nervous about. That's ridiculous. That, that, is, that is very specific. First off, he Jessica, what if, every day is your heavy day. Secondly, like secondly, that. why would this child know that you are having your period? Is Did the child slip in your blood that was just all over the deck of the fucking boat? Why? I'm why so would confused. the child, okay, so a, a girl who just started her period and is kind of nervous about, why would she run up to the hulking man ogre in the bathroom, <laughs> yeah. standing in a corner with a semi-erection rather than, I don't know, her parent or a teacher? This is not an it's approachable like, oh, person. Me, I, I hope this person becomes a health teacher in an elementary school. Please tell me that's going to be the conclusion of this. What if however, uh, whoever gets asked for one because she started her first period? I know it's all broken English. It's so likely to happen in there, to be honest. It's happened before and someone was yelling to a girl in the stall on how to put a pad on, if I remember right. The thing is, I have no idea how to insert a tampon into a vagina. Sad face again, guys. Wait a second. Didn't it start with that she was going to have her period and it was going to be heavy, but she only uses pads? Is that what I'm to understand? Either or. So the, the, the point of Either or, her is underwear is disgusted. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a bleeding child, and this guy really wants to help. He yes. wants, you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. He goes on. If she wants a tampon, though, should I give her one and instruct her how to use it? And what would I tell her? Like, 
would I go into the stall with her and help her? Hey. She, he's asking this to a woman. Yep. Would you like to know the answer? Find your mother. <laughs> Find your fucking mother, kid. Uh, so that's what this piece of shit does is he fantasizes about going into women's bathrooms and he t regularly takes selfies in them. Completely looking male, by the way. He's one of them. Again, one of just like you guys' uh, choices this week is looks completely made. He just looks yeah. like a fat incel. He puts zero effort into passing in any point. He has a still has his dick. Everything. I don't even think he's on hormone therapy. Then again, it's hard to tell. He's sort of an androgynous blob. Let's see, what else do we have? Oh yeah, so at some point, apparently, I don't know why, somebody in Canada, probably because it's Canada, decided to have a pool party. Ages 12 Fucking and plus. sick society. Topless. Wait, you topless. topless 12 and up pool party? Yeah, that's what I said. It's something called Youth All Body Swim. Now, the fun part, the fun fact here is that adult guardians were prohibited from joining. This was supposed to be some diverse, inclusive shit where, you know, all the LGBT youth can be their true selves and free and shit. So ages 12 and up, and it had an age gap, uh, sorry, age cap at 24, so no one older than 24 could join. This was canceled. People got angry at this, it got canceled. Our, our heroine decided that no, she can't abide by that show. So she took this back up and petitioned the, her local council that they reinstate the pool party and remove the age cap, meaning that everyone older than 24 should be able to join, right. but still not their parents. So it would be Jessica here with a bunch of topless 12-year-old girls and no parents in sight. Wow! How fucked up is it getting up in Canada that somebody thinks that they're going to win that? First, I learned Dr. Fauci let me down, and now <laughs> I find out Tucker Carlson is right about something. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, Canada. Here's another one with these beautiful tweets. What's the problem with 12-year-old topless girls? Let them be themselves. Oh, God. Says the creep. Beautiful, beautiful. So maybe you're worried. Okay, well, is this guy a danger to anyone, though? Like, is he a bad person or anything? So here's yes. a nice compilation of him just being a lunatic and pop. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, sorry. The fuck did I call that? You you've already made your case in my book, but yeah, keep going. I mean, we we legitimately <laughs> so, found Carl found a rapist that collects underwear, <laughs> and I found a, a lady who stabbed an old guy and fucking stole shit and raped people in prison. And here we fucking are. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, Jonathan also likes getting around town on publicly funded transit rides for the disabled. <laughs> Sometimes what? he's even buzzing about in a mobility scooter. Even though he's being caught on video, running like someone taking part in the 100-meter <laughs> dash. <laughs> Look at that fucker run. It's like you saw a child. Was there a topless 12-year-old somewhere? Go away. Hey, don't touch me. Don't touch me. No, go away. Don't touch me. Get out. Stay away from me. You need, will you, will you be pleading guilty? What? Go. No, don't touch me. Don't touch me. Hey, Stop. Holy shit. Go just, away. Just yeah. anger go problems. Away Jesus, get away from me. Go crazy. Get away just from me. Beating that guy's ass. Get, get the away from me. Stay away from me. Get away from me. You now. can't, you can't <laughs> run at someone yelling, stay away from me. <laughs> I don't get out of this world. You stay away from me. I'm back. But you cannot talk to him. You can talk to This me. is his mother. Okay, okay then. talking to anybody. All right, I'll talk to you then. Did you molest no, Jonathan as a boy? <laughs> I'm a little confused. You said I can talk to you. No, you're not talking to Oh, there to he us. is. Hi, Jonathan. No. 
Michael James. Jonathan, why do you think why do you send sexually explicit messages to young girls? Go away. You Michael James. Go away. My iPad. What are you? Huh? Go away. Are you Go away. That's a song. Go away. You just smashed your cane over my head. You go away. Get off the property. Okay, that's four shots. <laughs> wow. Go away. Huh? Go. You go Excuse away. me. Get off go the away. property. Look. Go away. There's got lots go of away. eyewitnesses. I don't care. Go away. Go away. <laughs> Dude, TMZ's got nothing on Canada, man. They're doing it right up there. This is anger problems. Slight anger problems, as you guys can tell. Well, I mean, it appears that Jessica's just being bullied and harassed by that guy. <laughs> is that what you, uh, your takeaway from Clearly. that? Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> All right. And now, of course, he's also. Jessica's not a real Canada. creep like Karen White. No, no, no. I'm not done. Uh, he, he was on an interview with some YouTuber who's also trans and they had this little uh, fucking tiff. And in the middle of this interview, who, he starts bragging about how he illegally owns a taser. So that's also nice. This guy is in your children's bathroom, everyone. Again, where? You know. What? I don't need to be, I don't need to be scared in my own house that I'm gonna get fucking attacked and which is illegal in Canada, just saying. But <laughs> you think that was like cute? Was that a moment for you? No, that wasn't a moment for me. But what I'm gonna say here is it's real. The hate is it's real and the bombs is real. You cannot So that's fun. So this aggressive armed pedophile incel creep with a period fetish is prowling women's bathrooms to finger fuck your bleeding 12 year olds awesome well, right well summarized there this sounds like seven different creeps in one to me i am stayed this <laughs> side of the border i'm not going yeah. north well they don't watch I, I guess i can add this tag this one on he um apparently used to send people something called baby messages uh, sorry when i say people i mean literal 13 year olds he would send them voice messages and i have no idea what the fuck a baby message is turns out it's this emma thinks just rampa has big boobies <laughs> emma loves jess emma wants to kiss jess i love her emma wants to be taken by jess and her jess so the next time he goes in to get waxed, can someone just rip his dick off? That would be appropriate. Can we set up a sting operation? I am so uncomfortable with this person. Yeah. Well, you know, beauticians aren't the only ones he's trying to bully into submission using shitty fucking Canadian loopholes and kangaroo courts. His latest exploit now is that uh, he's mad at gynecologists because they will not see him. Oh, of course. So one of his tweets here says, So a gynecologist's office that I got referred to literally told me today that we don't serve transgender patients. And me being me, I'm shocked and confused and hurt. Are they allowed to do that legally? Isn't that against the college practices? And then he niche tagged some fucking organization, I guess. Litigious piece of shit. Mm -hmm. Sensorious. Oh, by the way, I, I forgot to mention one of the great parts about Canada again is that this guy put a media ban on his name, which meant that if you so much as breathe this guy's initials, you would get banned off the Internet. You could do this that? This guy got a... 
Yeah, apparently. So something called a oh, it's called a publication ban uh, because he said that he didn't want to be outed as a trans woman, and this was passed. It was granted by some called Devin Kosinu Human Rights Tribunal. Hold on. And so, are you telling me that if Stuttering John just moves to Canada? <laughs> He can make everyone leave him alone. <laughs> well, apparently, listen to this. This is just in the span of one year uh, because of the publication ban. There was a blog called Gender Trender that first outed him as the guy talking to little children. WordPress banned the blog. The person who made the blog then made another blog explaining the situation. WordPress manually edited the guy's blog to remove Jessica's name wow. from the post. They stepped in. A Dutch YouTuber made a video outing him. YouTube removes the video. There's some forum for mothers, I guess, called Momsnet. They internally removed the thread talking about the guy. They had a subreddit uh, on Reddit talking about this guy. They banned that fucking thing. Of he got, had a bunch of feminists on Twitter banned just for talking to this guy. By the uh, some the YouTube, called- YouTube and Reddit bans don't surprise me in any single way. You can get everything banned from YouTube and Reddit. That, that's a no-brainer. True. <laughs> But you have a hell of a easier time when you have the law on your side, Apparently, right? Yeah. Um, journalist William Ray attempted to publish a piece on it. Medium removed it. Uh, Kiwi Farms uploaded a video of him admitting that it's actually him in all those screenshots. He DMC ate the video within minutes. Finally, Wikipedia permanently banned any edits referring to him and forbade any further, uh, further mentions. Wow. And that's how we kept getting away with this. No that's shit. my creep, a tampon sucker. That is impressive. Wow. Kaya... Well done. Well done. I'm also going to take my hat off to you. You know, you're you guys are, uh, invited to my topless pool party, by the way. Very <laughs> cool. Very cool. <laughs> there we'll find the creepiest German. I love that. My tits swing out. <laughs> so, Dude, we get any voicemails or any messages this uh, week? Well, just a reminder, vote at thecreepoff.com oh, right. this week. And uh, yes, we did. The Creep Off voicemail segment is brought to you by the city of Syracuse. Syracuse, we had one good basketball team 17 years ago. See you in Syracuse. We'll see you in Syracuse. It's time for some voicemails. Gotta love Syracuse. Now, uh, this one came in, uh, was sent by email. I always like when people send me voicemails by email because it's just very efficient. Hey, Carl. Hey, Vinny. It's a real shame that Vinny has 65% (laughs) of the vote right now. Uh, It's kind of embarrassing. You guys did great last week. Andy, the trucker, really brought it. Uh, that's how he got my vote, though. He's still in third place. It's really, really sad. Anyways, go fuck yourselves. I wasn't clicking a pen. People think someone was clicking a pen. There was no pen clicking. We don't know what that was. That is true. Uh, there was some weird clicking going on in uh, last week's episode. We still have not figured out what it is, but it is gone now, so we're all thankful I haven't for listened to your edit of that episode, but I remember last week... You just got up in the middle of a conversation and walked over to my section of the studio and stared at me like I had done, like I'd stolen your cookies or something. <laughs> well, I was like, "What's going on? What, what just happened?" I, it was so fucking annoying. So <laughs> I, the episode last week was late getting out because I spent so much time trying to get that sound out. So I apologize, everybody. It was Carl. Now uh, <laughs> it was not me. Here's it's a, not happening this week. It was Carl. I blame Andy. Okay, it was Andy. Wasn't me. You know, Vinny, you had a really good creep this week. But I'm loyal to Carl, and I voted for him instead. What do you think of that, fatty? Ah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that was mean. Nice. Hey, Vinny, I like how uh, this past episode you decided to make it fucking impossible to pay attention to Carl's creep 
Carl did it to himself. That fucking noise going on the entire fucking time that he was speaking. I don't know what the fuck that noise is, but it's annoying as fuck. I don't know if you've got a fucking fan running in your studio or something, but like, fucking turn it off or something. I wish it's I had so a space fucking running at the annoying. Like, I don't know how much fucking blubber is on you that you need to have a fan running in your goddamn <laughs> studio in the middle of winter. It's fucking mid January. And you have, a, and you're living in fucking Rochester, New York. That you need a fucking fan running in your goddamn studio to keep you cool. Anyway, uh, I'm voting for Carl this week. Thank you. Um, Walrus Vinny can uh, suck a dick. Bye. Wow. Wow. Last voicemail today. Winnie Vinny, the people's champ. More like Vinny Winnie, the fucking whiner. Yes. Wow. Whoa. I'm not having fun because I have to spin the fucking wheel today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyways, uh, good shit on picking Luca for the most recent Thank episode you. 45. Um, the moment you mentioned the ice pick in the cat video, I knew exactly who the fuck you were talking about. And when I seen those videos, a piece of my soul left me that day. Um, this is Tom from the gas station, by the way. Uh, can you guys... <laughs> kindly relay the message to Andy and tell him I'm long overdue for a shipment of coke and for him to do his fucking job and bring that shit over here, please. Yeah, I will. And also, fuck your guys' 45-second rule. This is America, goddammit. All right, call me back. <laughs> all right, folks. We had, like, 27 voicemails last week. I'm not playing all of them. That was it. I'm ready to go on a scum parade. Carl, you read my mind. Let's do it. Orlando, Florida seems like a good place to start. An observant manager in Orlando restaurant helped rescue a boy who police say was the victim of severe child abuse by secretly holding a note that only the child could read. Orlando police said Flavine Carvalho was working on New Year's Day at a place called Mrs. Potato Restaurant when the family of four sat down at a table. What a what a great sounding restaurant, Miss, Mrs. Potato. <laughs> Mrs. Potato. This is like a toy, <laughs> not a restaurant. Now, according to the police, the man did not allow the eleven year old boy to order any food. This is where Vinny gets upset. I knew that's why he picked this story. <laughs> he hates it when someone's denied food. Look like, at how furious you are. Right you now. take four people to the restaurant, and you're like, "Not so fast, you." <laughs> and it's an eleven year old kid. Yeah, you already <laughs> ate yesterday. Stop it with your ordering food nonsense. <laughs> so the waitress, uh, Flavine, wrote a note that said, do you need help? And she held it up while standing behind the family so no one else could see it. The boy signaled her. He nodded yes. So she called the police. When the police started interviewing the boy, they found out that this fucking stepdad, Timothy Wilson, had ratchet straps tied around this kid's ankles at home and neck, and they would hang him upside down from a door like a fucking pinata. Then <laughs> you got to think of someone that has candy inside. <laughs> <laughs> Carl, 
they would hit him with a wooden broom handle while yeah. he was hanging upside that's, down. That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> they treated this that's kid that's like fair. he was a fucking human pinata, and then he couldn't get anything at Mrs. Potato's restaurant. The yeah. police should be called. This is bullshit. <laughs> they said they also handcuffed the kid to a large moving dolly so he couldn't get away. He also said he didn't get to eat on a regular basis. Uh, he did not get to eat on a regular basis as a form of punishment. Uh, Timothy Wilson, the stepfather, was arrested on one count of third-degree child abuse. Investigators said they were unable to arrest both parents at the restaurant because at the time there wasn't enough evidence. Days later, authorities arrested both Wilson and Christian Swan, the mother. Wilson was arrested on multiple counts of aggravated child abuse and child neglect. The boy's mother admitted to knowing about the abuse. She was arrested on two counts of child neglect. And another child was with the family on New Year's Day, but officials say that she seemed fine. Yeah, I want to point yeah. something out. Yeah. They have two kids. One of them gets punished. The other one doesn't. Proves that kid's a bad boy. The t fucking little Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> that evil twin. <laughs> that kid deserved that. Oh, Jesus. Obviously. I'm going to suck. This shit gets to eat at Mrs. Potato. Yeah, you don't. right. Mm, these hash browns are so good. Can you describe them to me, please? How salty were they? The kid's just like fucking... <laughs> Maybe not. Don't hit me in the balls with the broom this time, sister. <laughs> Do you know how fucking shitty it would be? To be hanging upside down, being beat with a wooden fucking broom handle when all you could think about is shitty <laughs> diner food that your family got to eat and you didn't get any? Is that what happened to you, Vinny? Is no. that what happened? <laughs> no, I got the diner food. Okay. Uh, look at him. He's the one who got to eat. <laughs> I was going, man, it sucks to be you. These are good. Put a little red hot on these. Now, uh, Brandon Hodgson, 31, was, a sen was sentenced to a minimum of 28 years and a maximum of 32 years in prison on multiple counts in Lake County, Florida recently. Deputies responded to the report of a screaming, running woman covered in blood running from the woods in a small village. The female was soon located and identified, and the ensuing investigation revealed a total of five involved individuals, all of whom were homeless and had been residing in tents in a wooded area. Can I point something out? Yeah. They're not being homeless, right? You don't go to the woods when you're homeless. You go to the city where there's people who will give you money. That's why they're in this predicament to begin with. I think this is like kind of a uh, rural area. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's not a good place to be homeless. Maybe the meth there is better, but if you want to get money from strangers, <laughs> you got to be in a city. That's a solid point, but you live off the land out there in the country. Yeah. And that's what she they were doing. in the forest. Well... Deputies quickly learned about an altercation that had taken place in the wooded area with one of the males residing in the woods. He used a handheld saw, similar to a handheld miter box saw, to assault and injure four, including one female and three males. All but one of the victims were able to flee the scene until help arrived. Deputies said one of the men who lived in this group, this guy Brandon Hodgson, was the one who did it. Uh, the four individuals were hospitalized with injuries ranging, you ready for this, from moderate to severe and life-threatening injuries. One of them lost an eye in the attack. This guy fucking attacked them with a handheld fucking miter saw, Carl. To the face. To the fucking face. That's, that's got to be a scary Bro. day. Like, dude, I was already homeless. You're making my life worse. But think about this, though, is now this guy is going to a place where he'll be fed food every single day. There's shelter. He can make some friends. I think he just needs a good arts and crafts program. Right. To get him back on the straight and narrow. Yeah, he should definitely and get like, a And he'll have a cool scar to show the chicks. Sure. You know that fucking movie Bond villain scar right on the eye? <laughs> yes! Yeah, that dude, he's going to have a much better opportunity at life because the guys with the scars always get the most money when they're begging. 
And the most pussy, as Kyle was talking about. I don't know about that. Yeah. The most homeless, stinky pussy? I don't yeah, think. Well, you'll get like twos now instead of ones. Oh, you think only homeless people have stinky pussy, Vinny? True. <laughs> <laughs> you obviously didn't play in punk bands in your 20s like I did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sorry I missed out on that. Oh, 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 was just describing the smell coming out of her pants. Oh, oh, oh. Here's a fun one. Kaya, you ever had a bad date? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's not the, this bad. Uh, Carl, you ever have a bad date? Yeah, man. I hate it when the other person assumes I'm going to pay for the meal. It's really, it's you know, really everybody always thinks the guy should have to pay. But sometimes, you know, there's the Dutch treat thing happening. Right. You know, I think you should probably figure these things out before you get to the restaurant. And here's the perfect reason why, everybody. Kimberly Marika Johnson, 43, was arrested on charges of attempted murder and, and first-degree arson in Las Vegas last week. The charges stem from an incendiary blaze authorities say was deliberately set at a, a North Las Vegas apartment. An investigator with the North Las Vegas Fire Department said in a report the fire started at 5.30 a.m. Johnson's friend who lived at the apartment said he met with Johnson for dinner that morning at Jerry's Nugget. These places sound great that everybody I, I is dining at. I looked this place up. I looked up their menu. Yeah. Five boxes is plenty. Well, we didn't get there oh, yet. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's a really shitty diner. During the course of the meal, it was learned that her friend only had $5 on him. Yeah. The investigators said that Mrs. Johnson got very, very angry. She left the man there, and the man had to walk home two and a half miles to get back to his house. And about 20 minutes later, Johnson arrived at the home, and the man heard a splashing sound on the windows in the front door. The investigator said he opened the front door just as Kimberly ignited the gas vapors. The investigator <laughs> wrote, the front door and Matt are now fully engulfed in flames. The man slammed the burning front door shut. Kimberly then took a wooden-handled hammer and started breaking out the front window of the uh, first floor of the apartment. Then she threw her purse, which was on fire, through the window into the front room of the apartment. The victim alleged to authorities that Johnson was high on crystal meth and that she tried to burn me down. An arson investigator wrote that the blaze was set with willful and malicious intent. A preliminary hearing for Johnson is scheduled for January 25th in uh, North Las Vegas. Can somebody ask the crazy methed out meth head her side of the story? Because I'm not buying this is over $5. How much I am have? absolutely also guessing it's over $5. Have you met anyone so? on crystal meth? No, <laughs> I am not. Oh. You totally put on the wheel of consequences. Do math. We've we've discussed it. This many is a time. guy who, who as long as she's not giving him a ride, had to walk home like an abandoned like an abandoned dog, and she thought he'd have money to pay for dinner. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> he got a ride, didn't he? Cash, grass, or at cash, grass, or ass, Kaya. Easy, easy for you to say. It isn't. So, yeah, uh, Kamika Johnson. She's in a lot of trouble, but that is a pretty bad date, I would say. Now uh, let's. And in Texas, shall we? Holy shit, Carl. This is a fun one, isn't it? Yep. Police sent officers <laughs> for a welfare check at a residence on Fairbanks Street in Copras Cove, Texas. The officer said they met the caller, uh, who was a relative of the, the, the woman who lived there, but they were unable to make contact with anyone in the house. 
Officers entered and found a large amount of blood on the kitchen and living room floors. They found a small dog lying in a pool of blood in the kitchen. Officers forced a locked door to a room open after discovering a large pool of blood on the floor just outside of this door. They found this man, Mr. Richardson, lying on a bed covered in blood. Beneath Richardson, officers found the body of his wife and beside him, the bodies of two children. All that murder had made him really sleepy. The officers found a blood-covered kitchen knife on a table, along with an empty six-pack <laughs> of beer and an empty bottle of prescription antidepressants. Now, this Richardson, did you see the picture of him? I did not. Uh, he looks exactly like Ron Funches. Oh, okay. So I just, all I can imagine was him going, I got very tired after I murdered my family. But <laughs> he just... I mean, he called me old-fashioned. I don't like the idea of the kids sleeping with the mom and dad. I don't want them all in the same bed together. It's yeah, not a good annoying. way to grow up. This is like the Texas Cuddle Party Massacre. <laughs> this isn't even funny. This is like, this is unreal. Isn't he like they, annoyed that the kids came in at night? It's like, Daddy, I can't sleep. I'm having nightmares. And you just grab the shank. Like, I'll, I'll help you. you fucking nightmare. <laughs> He had a. I think he was obviously trying to kill himself because he had the uh, six pack of beer, the bottle of uh, antidepressants, and they also said that he had three lacerations to his left arm that were self inflicted. You don't. Yeah. Uh, all right. I, well, I guess he could try to. Bleed what's fucked out. up is that uh, he left the dead puppy in the kitchen or something too. Like at least put it in the bed too. If you're gonna have this <laughs> fucking movie scene of a happy family photo in bed all dead. Yeah, is that the part of the family? Don't exclude the family pets. <laughs> You think he put out like Netflix or something? Just sat there as a family watching a movie. <laughs> it's like, are you still watching? <laughs> <laughs> just they're in the third season of Cobra Kai, and he's just <laughs> fucking <laughs> wondering what the smell is. Maybe he was watching the net, and that's why he murdered everybody. <laughs> oh, it could oh, be. Yeah. It could be. So uh, he was taken to the police department for questioning, and it was subsequently charged with three counts of murder. Now, the oldest child that we're talking about here was a pre-kindergarten student. Yeah. So that means, like, the oldest kid was four or five. Very easy to kill with a knife when they're that age. Yeah. they. Uh, you don't even have to do, like, a real full swipe. You just kind of got to jab it in there and pop it out. All you have to do is hide it in a cookie jar. Jesus <laughs> Christ, Carl. Well, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> couldn't you have just given him like scissors and make him run? <laughs> yeah, make right. it look like an accident. <laughs> Go run down the stairs. <laughs> Take your brother with you. That's another thing with these people who always kill their kids. It's like, why are you putting in all this effort? They're children. They're going to kill themselves if you just leave them unattended for 10 minutes. Right. You don't have to go to jail over it. And probably in a way that's less messy. They'll probably just starve to death, which is way less Put messy. Put them in a tub. Put, Put them in a tub and then pretend like you got a call. Like, oh, I left the room for 10 minutes. I swear, <laughs> officer, I don't know how he drowned. We got to talk about a couple of things real quick before we go. Um, I have, uh, I received this video from someone, Carl, I need you to watch. Okay. This was sent to me. It was a little concerning. This is abnormal for our show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the scum parade's over with now. Okay. I'm ending it. Yeah, that's So fine. this email was uh, sent to us from someone by the name of Vaughn. And uh, he said, I'm emailing you deep from inside. We the people will not stand by while you lose anymore. Use this to attain victory. And this was sent to my personal email address. So I'm saving this video for you to watch, Carl, because it was uh, it was sent to me. So let's find out what's going on. All here. right. Before your next vote in the creep off, there are some questions you should ask yourself. Like, can I trust this man? Or is he a liar? Is Carl making a promise 
to you. Man, I got to go down to Tampa. Uh, Tampa.dick.show. And you will be wearing Crocs at that show. A live show in a theater on December 12th. And I'll have my Crocs on. And I'll have my Crocs on. (laughs) But did he wear Crocs at the event? Here's photo evidence of Carl in Tampa. Holidaying it up and drinking beers on your Patreon dime. If we zoom and enhance on his feet, (laughs) no Crocs. Carl was also meant to make a tribute album, but outsourced the work to sweatshops and an emo band called the Isotopes. Is Carl someone you can trust? On December 20, Carl ruined Christmas for man-children all around the world by releasing an episode talking about his personal life, his music, and his friends. On episode 79 of WATP, Carl said this, you, you think that you've created this world where people care about your personal life and your friends and, and uh, all the characters on your show. No one gives a shit about you or what's going on in your life, which is why we don't talk about that kind of stuff. And this. He puts a whole song in one of their podcasts. The evidence is clear. <laughs> don't vote for Vote for someone who completes their consequences and doesn't treat them like gifts to give to others. Paid for by the Vinnie Winnie TV Committee. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. That now, was well done. That was very well done. Wow. And uh, that was signed, best kind regards, Vianon. So, Vianon. Vianon. So, I also received this. You need to get that Carl. from the internet. Do you see this little pin I got here? This oh, little V pin? I got a little Vianon pin. And if you would like to get your own Vianon pin, pay attention to our Twitter because you could have one. We'll set them to you. You got to post that video on our YouTube page too. If you have I 100% already. will. Yeah. I wanted to save it for you to see first. Phenomenal. Wow. Vianon, baby. It's real. Vianon is real. I think that there was some voice manipulation going on there. I don't think I ever said I was going to wear Crocs in Tampa. You most certainly did. That sounds like voice You treated us That's all. That's a deep fake. That you, was a deep fake video. You treated us all like idiots. You treated us all like fucking idiots. So Someone give me a, a pen to click. Now I'm it's time. Annoyed. To talk about my consequence, the yes. one that I did not deserve. Mm. Oh, stop it. Of course uh, you deserved it. I crushed you five to one. That's what you say. That's what you say. That's what I say. Now, uh, I have to do a podcast, five episodes, 10 minutes each. Yeah. And you told me you would give me, you told me you would give me two topics to choose from. Yes. What are they, Carl? Okay. The first one was the very first idea I had, and I've seen a lot of suggestions come in. I appreciate all the suggestions. I've I've thought it through, and I think my initial instinct is still the best. I want you to do a The Bachelor review show or a recap show. Is The Bachelor even on television right I now? I think so. I think they have a black Bachelor right now. Ooh. So what you'll have to do is watch entire episodes of The Bachelor and then put out a podcast that recaps the episode for people who maybe missed or it. Or all I have to do is watch people review The Bachelor and uh, just uh, review Vinny, their what reviews. Are you doing, buddy? Review their reviews. What are you doing? I didn't say you could do that. I, said you I don't care what you said I could Bachelor. do. You said you were going to wear Crocs in Florida. Tampa. Wow. Just dodge it. Is that what's going on now, Vinny? Are we losing all integrity to this game that we're Am playing? I allowed to have the isotopes do my podcast for me? <laughs> Can I get producer Chris? <laughs> I, don't, I think you started Vietnam. I think that was you. I, you nothing made that to do, video. I did nothing. Uh, I don't know anything about it. Well, you're being manipulated. It just by makes it. a lot of sense. You're being it manipulated. It makes a lot of sense it. to me. All right. You ready for choice number two? I guess. Choice number two, and I think this is what you were hoping. So if people don't know, Vinny has a podcast. It's been um, dark for a little while because of the pandemic, but 
you do an interview show with comedians yeah. who come in through the comedy club here in Rochester and sure. you sit them down on the couch right across from me over here and do a 45 minute to 60 minute long interview with them. Yep. Now you've also been in touch with our friend Stuttering John. You don't know that. And I think that you'd like <laughs> to do an interview podcast with Stuttering John recapping his career, Aww. talking all about what he's accomplished in his life, which he loves to do. Okay. You can do that, Aww. but with one caveat, you have to work the word dabble in at least three times. So you can do a Stuttering John interview show using the word dabble in any way you want, but fit in there at least three times, or you can watch The Bachelor. So there's a lot of ifs here. There's, will he do the interview? Right. It'll take some work for you, I'm sure. To, to But he loves talking about himself. You can probably talk him into it. He'll do it. And I got to sneak the word and dabble three times. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, can, that, that, that whole question. Thought, or if you can I use the, the term dabbling? Yeah. Does it, I just can't, I, I have um, to. Let me think about that. I think it's got to be dabble. Uh-huh. I think it's got to be dabble. Okay. All right. Let me let me work on it. We'll see what we come up with for next week. Are you going to put that up for a vote? Uh, well, I mean, I'm going to go for it. I'm just going to go for it with the, I'm going to see if I can get him to do it. Oh, okay. So you're going with Stuttering John. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll see if I can nice. do it. All right. And uh, we'll see what happens. Sounds good. Now, let's, let's uh -huh. talk about this. Let's say Vinny gets it all set up. They start doing the show. Vinny mentions Dabble and John goes, I'm bailing on this. Yeah. What does that mean? You have to watch like three episodes of The Bachelor. How does that work? Uh, All right, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Yeah, we're going to figure this out. I think this is a uh, terrible idea, both of them. But uh, here we go. We'll try it out. So that is this week's Creep Off. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's thank Kaya Orson. Kaya, where can people find you? Oh, thank you. Where can people um, find you in... Uh... Twitch, I, I suppose. Just slash my name. It's pretty much what I do these days. Just play bad games that make me cry. Thanks wow. for having me on, guys. Hey, you were fantastic, buddy. Thanks for coming out today. You're going to be the fun. first guest we ever oh, had that actually you. won. So <laughs> this is going to suck. Uh, no, I don't think so. I, I think you guys brought some heavy hitters. When Carl said that he was going to do Bruce Jenner, I believed it's because <laughs> he usually do these fucking political shit shows. <laughs> I thought you were going to go down that path. I'm actually surprised you didn't bring Michelle Obama or something. <laughs> Damn it! No, can I, can I be real honest with you, though, Kaya? As of what? last night, I was going to do Bruce Jenner, and then somebody in the Discord today put a link to this list of transgender people who have committed crimes, and I found that really good one in there. So yeah. Thanks to that uh, person. Okay. So again, you got help. Okay. Yep. Okay. It's nice to be important. It's more important to be nice. Uh, come on, Kaya. Gagia! <laughs> I do know they are very much against... Pedophilia, they fight it very hard. I just stepped in a big pile of sassy. It's the cream off. Sweet Jesus. This guy was a real jerk. Cuckoo, cuckoo. This is stupid. Okie dokie.